starting It's a good question. So they're not necessarily in, an integral part of my look or my right. day. If you wore them all the time, they become very much a fashion statement, don't yeah, they? Yeah, well, you'd need to have like a few yeah. pairs, which obviously you yeah. do. So if I had to go to a party wearing my glasses, <laughs> then maybe I would have a pair of party, party glasses. glasses. I reckon that's okay. So you'd have like your normal everyday yes. glasses. And then you yes, you'd have your you serious business gla- yeah. business lady glasses. The ones you don't really care if you lose for the Those car Those glasses <laughs> that may or may not have been bought at the chemist. The chemist, yeah. And then you have and some dressy glasses yeah. for when you go out of an evening. Yes, right. Zhuzhi. And, and, and speaking of also of glasses, at the same party, the glasses were a hot topic. Oh, that party sounds like an absolute hoot. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was very lovely. Was Sorry, lovely. Julie. I'm it sure was it was lovely. A beautiful party. It was really fun. But another friend of mine was telling off of another woman for wearing her glasses on her head. So I wear my sunglasses on my head all the time. Yeah. Right? But apparently that's fine. So Alex Perry. I am, I am Alex Perry in so many ways. <laughs> um, I wear them on my head all the time, but I don't wear my glasses on my head. But apparently wearing your actual spectacles on your head, yeah. unless you're in an office environment, is a no-no. And I didn't really I know didn't that know that, that was a... I wasn't sure. But mm. is it because it makes you look like sort of a chaotic old lady I or something? I think it's the chaotic old lady right. trope. Right. If I, my problem is if I wear any kind of glasses on my head, because you wear your hair up, you see, so Mm. it looks quite nice and Mm. stylish. If I put glasses on my head, I end up with that terrible triangle head thing. Right. Because the glasses sort of, my hair sort of frizzes out around the glasses. So it's not a great look. Do you remember in the like early 2000s or mid 2000s probably, 
And sunglasses were just a massive thing, weren't mm. they? And then you had to blow, you had your hair all blow dried, and then it was about the positioning of your glasses on your head, just so. It was almost like an, uh, an accessory, how accessory. to wear them on your head, yeah. wasn't it? I have a problem with my sunglasses on my head, though, because I have such grey hair and I have to spray my roots all the time with that root yes. spray. I'll often put my pull my glasses down <laughs> and then I get a big black mark across my nose. That's amazing. Like, like I walked into something else. The other day I went to the cafe to get a coffee and the woman was looking at me really strangely and I thought, just because we were, we were on quite good terms... And she was like, hi, Claire. And I was like, hi, you know, and like having a chat. And then when I left, she was looking at me weirdly. And then when I left, I realised that I had a big black mark yeah, across my nose. That's, that's something to look out for. That's a trick for young <sighs> it's players. It's a rookie error. Yeah. Um, okay, well, good. Well, glasses etiquette. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to know. Yes, what is the etiquette? And show us your party glasses. <laughs> um, and another thing that happened at the same party is I was talking to my friend Karen. Oh, yes, I know Karen. And she was saying yeah. how... She doesn't mind being a Karen. Yeah. And in fact, she she harnessed her Karen the mm-hmm. other day and was really, she was just so proud of her Why, what did she innate do? Karen-ness. I can't remember now. We were good. tipsy <laughs> at the party. But there was something she did and she was really angry about something. Um, I can't remember what it is. So it's mm. a really good story. But anyway, Great story. The point is, she took real ownership of it. She yeah. wasn't offended at all by and the And her name is actually Karen. And her name is Karen. So we were wondering, weren't we, yes. if perhaps it's time to take back Karen. Take back Karen. Reclaim Karen. Yeah, and, and own it and embrace it. Because we've been like, stop calling us Karen. Yeah. But maybe, fuck it, we are Karen. Well, maybe We're Karen, all Karen. We're all Karen. Maybe. I stand with Karen. <laughs> Hashtag me Karen. <laughs> Karen too. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. I don't know how I... I don't know how I... How all Karens feel about it. No. And how all middle-aged women feel about it. And no. where is it just where those two things intersect at the right point is the, mm. is the Karen sweet spot. <laughs> the Karen Venn diagram. <laughs> but she was just like, she was like, and I was, I got all Karen about it. And I was, and I was, and I was like, good for you. And yeah. she was like so embracing of her inner Karen. Yeah. And indeed her uh, outer Karen. Outer Karen. <laughs> her entire Karen. <laughs> oh, well, we're good for her. Yeah. I'm glad. Mm. All right, well, moving on from yeah. that um, great story that I didn't remember. Yeah. Um, let's do a follow-up. Follow-up. A follow-up. But it's a follow-up. You it's... had a problem, didn't you? Yes, with my... I gave you a solution today. You did. It was a vitamin... What D, was it? D vitamin problem. D <laughs> Can't remember. You have, a la- you have a low levels of vitamin D. I do, D. and then everyone has now. Everybody keeps ringing me and texting me going, I've got no vitamin D. Um, so it's obviously, like, endemic? Uh, epidemic? Endemic? Mm. Something? Like that. Mm. Uh, anyway, you sent me a thing that was on the mail. Yes. And basically, an Australian nutritionist has revealed a simple trick to ensure people are getting their daily dose of vitamin D. Mm. This came from Laura Ford. And now she shared it on TikTok. I'm assuming you didn't watch it on TikTok. No, I just read it on no. the daily mail. Funny thing to put on TikTok, isn't it? But it's... Lots of that stuff on TikTok. It's is there? It's people dancing, Isn't though. it? Isn't oh. it? Oh. Okay. Um, so, if you leave mushrooms outside, they absorb sunlight... To produce a usable type of vitamin D. Um, so if you leave 100 grams of mushrooms in the sun for at least 15 minutes, I assume you then have to eat them. Oh, yes, it can boost. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need to do. That's all we have to do. By osmosis. It can boost daily um, vitamin D levels by 100%. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. No, I love a mushroom. So It's because you're a fun guy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Please Sorry. cut that bit. Sorry. Um... 
It's so, interesting, though, isn't it? And then there is a science explanation. Do you want it or not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, only if you want to give it to me. Everything. Oh, no. Something oh, about okay. ergostrol. Have you ever heard of ergostrol? No. It's a compound. It's converted right. into vitamin D when exposed to the sun's UV radiation. Well, that's quite amazing, though. Yeah, it's amazing. So do they taste the same before and after? I suppose so, they, yeah. They just just like mushrooms. Not. Yeah, mushrooms. Uh, so that's a very good follow-up. Thank you, Claire. Anytime. I will go. I am my, like your own private nutritionist. I'll go and put my mushrooms in the sun immediately. And that's not a euphemism. No, it's not. Um, all right. Well, shall we now talk about? Do we should we do what hurts now? What hurts? What hurts now? Um, I have one, and you have one. Yeah. So we can be a bit whingy. All right. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so um, I have had a hernia for about five well it's been diagnosed for about five years i think i've had it for decades right post personally mm. <laughs> this is my own Poisonally. medical diagnosis <laughs> right um and it's starting to give me some jip right so um and when you say jip do you mean like heartburn and indigestion well i've all yeah so you get that and, and then but it all it can affect your breathing it makes mm. you breathless as well mm. um it can affect your um probably a bit tmi it affects <laughs> your your gastro a bit mm. Um, yes, definitely a bit to you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I actually, so I had a bit of a flare up last oh. week. Mm. And do you know what I think caused it? Mm-mm. Fucking yoga. Ah, because you were bending and yeah. stretching. Yeah, I it. think the yoga irritated it or, or dislodged well, you know it or made it move. Yoga, you? Uh, you know how I feel about yoga. Mm. So I won't be doing yoga again. No. Um, and actually, be, even before this, I had been to the doctor and she's very thorough, um, even though she fat shames me all the time. And so um, <laughs> I, um, I've i got a series of tests that I'm having. Right. So I did have one the other day. I had a barium swallow. Have you ever mm, had one of no. them? Oh, they're horrible. Ugh. They make you drink this really thick liquid and then you hold it in your mouth mm. and then you swallow and they take an x-ray as you swallow mm. to see how everything's moving inside mm-hmm. you. And then they make you lie down. You've got to swallow it lying down. Last time I did it, they put me upside down. Wow. That was hard to swallow upside down. Yeah, it is. It is, Claire. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, so I've had that and then I was meant to have another one and then they cancelled it because, I don't know, something clinic, I don't know. And then there's another one but I can't even get in to have that for ages because everything's backlogged. Mm. But that's my what hurts now. Wow. It's not much fun and quite annoying and I'm a bit worried that they're just going to say you've got to have surgery. Well, isn't that a good thing then because then they get rid of it? Yes, probably. <laughs> but you're just scared of having surgery. Yeah, no, yeah, I, no enough. one wants it's a surgery. Big operation, yeah, but yeah. I, I think you want to get rid of it as much as you can. Don't well, you? I think you, if it, you get to the point where I'm at you now... You can't manage it anymore. You can't really manage it, mm. yeah. But I think I've probably had it for quite a long time. Anyway, I'll be sad to say goodbye to it. I will miss it. Miss my little hernia. So that's my hernia story. It's a hiatal hernia if anyone's interested. Um, And if you want to discuss yours with me, then I'm very happy to discuss hernias. We'll come on to the PDA, which is our Facebook group. And you can write about hernias. And also about my what hurts Mm. now. Which is that my eyes are just really blurry all oh, the time. Have you been to the, do- no, the eye doctor? No, I have. Have you seen the eye doctor? I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> have you been to a normal doctor? Uh, no. I think it's just um, because I've been doing a lot of computer work yeah. in my house and stuff. Yeah. I've been probably in bad light and all different kinds of light. But I just notice in the mornings... And this has been going on for probably about the last year or so. I have to really struggle to focus on my mm. on my phone when I'm in bed. <laughs> what is that saying? Probably not. I shouldn't do it then. 
Um, um, and it's just getting. I can. I can tell that it's getting a little worse. You better now, go to the eye doctor. So I will go to the eye doctor. But I just feel like it's. It's just a. It's a slippery slope down to having um, party spectacles yes. for me. Um, I have got glasses, but they're not for reading. But now I wonder if I need. Oh, I'd say you need reading glasses. Um, I would wager that everyone's eyes are probably quite knackered during COVID because we're mm. watching so much TV, TV and so much screen time. Yeah. Yeah. On the after the party, after the fiftieth party, yes. the next day I was a little bit hungover. I wasn't too yeah. bad. Well, you had to go and get a Macca's. I I'd say it, that's a sign. I got it delivered by Uber Eats. <laughs> My God! So, so I'd say on on a scale of one to ten, you were quite bad. And also, I was really upset because there was a while there in the morning from about ten till about twelve where nothing was being delivered. Like right. it wasn't, and so I couldn't get anything. And I was like, What did you um, get delivered? I got a breakfast. A McDonald's breakfast, two hash browns. I can't believe they deliver a McDonald's yeah. breakfast yeah, yeah. on Uber Eats. Yeah. How? What, <coughs> excuse me. What state was it in by the time it got to you? It was a little bit soggy, but no. to be honest, I didn't care. Oh. And I got a Diet Coke. It was oh, blissful. Gosh. Blissful. Anyway, and I was lying on the couch watching TV, which brings mm. us to Culture Club. Couch Club. Because I watched a couple of these things. Yeah, um, what were they? Well, I, first of all, I watched the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube. Oh, yes. Which is really eye-opening. Mm. Um, Quite do disturbing. Do you like Paris? I don't mind Paris. Mm, I feel we'll a bit, always have Paris. We'll always have Paris. I feel, um, I think we touched on this a few weeks ago that... Um, she was probably quite badly treated and the sex tape was disgusting. And Yeah, but the, um, the documentary isn't about the sex tape, no. really. She talks about it a little bit and how yeah. she, she felt violated because she really loved the guy. And yeah, she, felt really she was horrified. only 19, wasn't she? But more the surprise for that is that she went to these schools. Her mm-hmm. parents just shipped her off to these schools. Oh, yeah, right? and they the abuse. And she was just abused. And yeah. so most of the documentary is about her reconnecting with a whole bunch of women that she went to school with and actually starting a campaign to stop these schools existing. She yeah. went to this place called, I've written it down here, Provo Canyon School in Utah. And her parents just, they had it pretty much like she was kidnapped in the middle of mm. the night from her own house by these people and taken away and her like parents an intervention knew it was happening because she was a badly behaved How teenager. do you ever um, forgive your parents? I don't know. She she hugs them up. Her mum seems like a fucking robot though. Is her mum Cathy? Yeah. Yeah. Is she the one with the wrapping room? No, that's in Candy Spelling, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, no, Candy Spelling's got the wrapping room. Um, <laughs> Cathy is in talks to be on Real Housewives. Right. Well, she's She's got an, a completely immovable face. Which mm. um, is, you know, neither here nor there, so do mm. I. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I watched that documentary and I think like everyone who watched it, I thought at the end, poor Paris. Yeah. Like she's, I've met her and she's completely, she wasn't particularly nice to me or mm. friendly or, and nor should she be. I mean, no. why, why would we ever be friends? But like, it was just one of those weird things where you think, you don't even try. But then having watched that, you go, your life has just been so screwed up. Yeah, so Why would up. you even have? There's yeah. this part in there where she gets to Korea and she um, says to the security guard at the airport, oh, I just want to see my two friends. It's that blonde girl there and this guy and this other friend. And so, and they're just fans, but they've flown from America to see her. And then they hang out with her because they're the only people she knows. Oh, my goodness. It's really sad. It's yeah. Poor little anyway. rich girl. Poor, I know people don't really feel sorry for her, do they? But I did. I, felt, mm. I came away thinking she'd been so damaged. And so then to cheer myself up. Yes. <laughs> I've had a run of these. I watched Cuties. Which is that movie that everyone's complaining about because they think it's like um, child pornography, oh, which is yeah. the, it's that French movie um, 
and that Netflix we got in trouble for because yeah. when they advertised it, they advertised it with a picture on the front that was like these young girls all dressed up with makeup and stuff like that. And so everyone was trying to, um, it was like hashtag yeah, cancel. cancel Netflix. Yeah. But actually it's not about that at all. It's about a young um, conservative Muslim girl from Senegal who lives in France and she joins this dance troupe. And it's quite confronting, but it's really worth watching. It's a beautifully made movie about a girl just working out who she is and struggling with the two different worlds of, you know, being a Muslim girl coming from, you know, a very strict family and then living in France where these girls are just, you know... Twerking and stuff yeah. like that, and, and going too far that way. And is it subtitled? Yeah, is that it right? Was, I, I, Could you see it with your blurry eyes? <laughs> I don't. I probably missed half the film. <laughs> I probably didn't really understand it, to be honest. But I like watching it. Um, and the girl who plays Army, her name is Fatik Yusuf. She is so beautiful and so amazing. She's such a great actress. I highly recommend it if you like a um, confronting, you know, sort of clever look at something you know mm. like it's not well who doesn't no, uh, you know none of us don't <laughs> I also like to watch a lot of shit which is why I also watch Des oh yes amazing. I haven't seen it yet I love David Tennant love him and Des is the story of um, what's his name Dennis what's his name is it Dennis Nielsen Dennis Nielsen who yeah. was a serial killer in the UK in the 70s and 80s He's famous in the 70s and 80s for hits such as Killing 12 Men. Um, he says he killed um, 15, but he doesn't actually remember who any of them are. Like, he's just a so very gross. weird man. Yeah. Very, very weird man. But he looks just like um, David Tennant. Like, the, he, he plays him so mm. well. And it's just, he, he sort of, um, they find him because he flushes some body parts down yes. the toilet and they come out and get stuck in the sewers outside his house. <laughs> and then they realise that he's just had all these bodies in this house for ages. And then he just takes them to another house. He's quite sort of fine about it. Matter of fact. Um, and he's got all these other bodies there and basically, yeah, he says he's killed about 15. They only ever, I think they know that he killed 12 and they can't. Work out mm. who the other three might is he be. Still alive? No, he died when he when he was seventy something. Mm. But um, it's really juicy. It's really creepy. Good. It's very creepy. It's really great seventies costumes and seventies suits and seventies policemen. Everyone smokes. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of that. Mm. Yeah, that all right. sounds good. So Thank you. there's three things to watch. Hopefully. Um, what else? Are we going to talk about anything? I haven't watched anything because no. I went away for the weekend. Oh, yes. We were going to talk about that, weren't yes. we? Yes. Going away with work colleagues. Yes. How was that? Not, it wasn't like a work trip. No, no. It was it just like a happened to be friends. Conference. Thanks for the invite, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really good. We had. I was a bit nervous. Mm. Never, people have never been away with before. Um, not that we go away with many people. Mm. Um, but, you know, we had a fabulous time. What I would say is the key... Is that we stayed in a hotel, mm. so we all had our own rooms. We all had like um, structured downtime. <laughs> did you have an itinerary? Or did well, you... we didn't have an itinerary, but some of us were quite organised and sort of said, um, "Okay, let's do this. Let's meet here at this time. I've booked a table if you want to come for a drink at this time." Because you had yes. to book everything for yeah, COVID. Of course, right. So the hotel we stayed in, which was beautiful, Lillian Fells. Not an ad. Not an ad, but. You know, if you want to give us another visit, please do. Absolutely. <laughs> have you been there in the Blue Mountains? I have been there years ago. I had massages. Oh, there. do you know, it's fabulous. Mm. I really recommend it because you can't go anywhere at the moment. It is a really beautiful hotel. So you sort of, you know, I was saying that I don't go to hotels like that in Australia. 
I save those hotels when I'm overseas in Australia. I'm in Airbnb or just a cottage or whatever, mm. you know. So to stay in a really, really posh hotel in Australia makes me feel like I'm on holiday overseas. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it was, and you've got your robe and your little slippers yeah. and your bathroom and all the appels, <laughs> appels, you know, oh, yeah. toiletries. Lovely. No, it was good. Um, but the fact usually when you stay with people, you're all in the same house, aren't mm. you? And then you just Can't give each other the shit. But this way, you can just get away. You go yeah. to your room, lock the door, see you later. Yeah, see you tomorrow. So I think that's a really good way to do mm. it. Um, we did go on a little group out into Scenic World. Mm, I love Scenic World. I've never been. Oh, it's I love amazing. it. Did you go on the thing? Yes, and what's fantastic is because of COVID, they've had to do a... You can only be there for an hour. Right. And so that you get on the, the train. Yeah, go No, no, down. you get on the sky thing. Oh, you yeah. They take you over, bring you straight back. Yeah. Can't get off. No. So you go on the sky cable thing, come back. Then they put you on the terrifying train. I love the terrifying train. The scenic railway, they Had call no it. idea Trade. how terrifying oh, it yeah. was. It's not that so, bad. So, you know, went on the terrifying train down to the bottom. Then you do a little boardwalk to the cable car, and then you get the cable car back up. Yeah. Oh. All in an hour. Wow. Done and dusted. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect for me. Perfect mountain expedition. Right. Oh, so that was go. fun. Um, but that's why I haven't done any culture club because I right. was having fun all weekend. You're actually doing something active as opposed to lying on a couch like me, yeah. looking through your blurry eyes at a that's whole bunch right. of depressing TV. That's right. Um, okay, well, let's do um, Can I Hack It? Yes, she can. Can I Hack It? Yes, she can. Um, this is a good hack. Yeah, I'm going to try the basically, shit out of this. Basically, a, it was in the Times, I think, or the Telegraph. I believe it was the I'm Telegraph sure. in the UK. Um, and a man wrote in saying, My chopping boards, pans mm. and wooden spoons have taken a battering over the past few months. What's the best way to eliminate smells and stains? His name is James. He's from Manchester. And so the person who um, wrote the uh, answer, mm. very Rachel Roddy is the expert, but she says... What you need to do is get lemons, basically. All about lemons. And everything. Apparently, lemons can do no wrong. There's yeah. nothing that a lemon can't do. Yeah. So she says that um, you have two halves on the side of the sink at all times, and then you can wipe residue off plates with them and into the bin. The acid cuts through the fat. Amazing. Yeah. Then you, if, you, um, if you put a lemon in the sink and use it to put over clean dishes, it squeaks. Yeah. So it makes them nice and clean. Which is lovely. Yep. Then um, another woman, oh no, a man, Sanjay Gore, who owns this restaurant in Surrey called Dastan, keeps lemons in his cleaning arsenal also because they remove stains and smells from anything porous such as chopping boards and wooden spoons. So, he, but he also says don't use a wooden spoon for making curry. No, because that's a good turmeric. Yeah, stains. Stains everything, as yeah. we all know. Yeah. Lemon juice and hot water is your next port of call if you can't clean it off with hot water and soap. As normal, they soak their boards in it overnight, and apparently that works a treat. Yeah. It's just they basically just put lemon in everything, don't so, you? So yeah, lemon in, um, and or and also oven cleaner. If you use diluted oven cleaner to clean something like a food processor that's been mm. using turmeric in it, that will get it out. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, lemon, lemons yeah. everywhere. Lemons. Yeah. Um, oh, he says um, plastic containers. So you know how you get. We've talked tomato, about these before. The yeah. stained containers. Stained containers. Because <laughs> we are nothing if not mm. thrilling. Um, stained containers, hot soapy water, and then rub it with half a lemon and leave to drip dry on a window ledge in yeah. the sun. 
Yellow is a theme here, he says. And as Coldplay say, look how they shine for you. It was all yellow. Yeah, uh, it's a very, very good tips, I thought. Yeah. Um, I will, I'm going to try the whole lemon thing. I'm going to get a lemon. Yeah, just get a them. lemon. I'm just going to get some lemons and put them in my... Put them by the sink. Put them by the sink. Yeah. yeah. All right. Along with all the other 50,000 cleaning products I have. Um, okay, good. That was a good hack. Thank you. Yeah, any, any time you want to hack, yeah. you know where to come. Um, Should we do snack attack? Let's do snack attack. Snack, snack attack. attack. Snack, snack, attack, snack, snack attack. attack. So this was the first. This is the second. It was the second yeah. time we've done snack attack, and we're actually we've got an attack on snacks and, and a snack attack. Yeah. So the snack attack is Cowbee. Never heard of this map brand. Golden chippies, russet potato chips, bacon and cheddar. But now it like you just read out a whole lot of words that made no sense then. Yeah. So the bacon and cheddar flavour, <laughs> golden chippies. Yeah. And so they look like chips, right? They're potato chips, like crisps. Yeah, but they actually really, really look like French fries. Like hot chips, yeah. Like hot chips. Very crunchy. Very crunchy. Not as flavoursome as I'd like. No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fussed. I don't think you get very many of them. From no. Memory. And they're quite expensive. <coughs> they're on special in Woolies, that's yeah. why I bought them. Right. I wouldn't buy them again. No. I'm not so even going to finish them. Great. <laughs> that's my snack attack, but okay. here's the attack, here's the attack, on, attack snacks. on snacks. Now you sent me this. Yeah. This is a woman who was saying that everyone's put on at like, like four or five kilos during yes. COVID. And she said that she's just going to stop having snacks. Yeah, so her name's Susanna and she wrote this in You magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, average weight gain at the moment, a study of four million people has shown one average weight gain is 1.6 pounds. Well, that's about... That's a kilo. That's a kilo. It's right. a kilo. One and a half... Pounds to right. a, no two pounds to a kilo. Mm, so not even a kilo. Not I even wouldn't a kilo. even write home about that. No, that's just a morning, isn't it? <laughs> Up to six and a half pounds. Well, yeah. that's half a kilo. No, shush. I don't know what it is. Three kilos. <laughs> that, that has never been our strong suit. We can never work anything. Else. Anyway, she's saying she reckons she's eating an extra four hundred calories a day in, yes. in lockdown from yes. grazing. Yes. So she asked this author and therapist, nutritional therapist Amelia Freer, for advice, and she just says stop snacking. Yeah. Got to stop it. We can't eat. She said three meals a day is fine. Yeah. They, once upon a less obese time, snacking didn't really exist. There weren't the endless chocolate bars at store checkouts, nor the abundance of healthy snacks, the nut bars, the protein balls that we nibble on. So she's saying the best option if you're hungry, and we all know this because this is what our mums told us when mm-hmm. we were children, piece of fruit. Mum, mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Have a piece of fruit. So ne- true. And you never ate it, did you? No. You just wait or you'd go and sneak a penguin bar or something. Have <laughs> a Tim Tam. Um... It takes three three weeks of consistent effort to retrain our mind and body in right. terms of um, snacking. You know what I say to that, though? Yeah. We That's like all snacking. fine. That's fine and dandy. But how, what would we do with the Snack Attack um, theme tune? I now know. That now that we've made it up, we can't just get rid of it. I know. And um, <laughs> the other thing she does say is, you might be thirsty. Oh, that's another yeah, they thing. They always say that. Have don't a glass they? of water. Like, if I had, See, if I wanted a glass of water, that's I would have that. I'd have a glass of and water. And so thirsty. Look, what I would say about the snacks is, yeah. They're great, aren't they? <laughs> I do love a snack. snack. I know, but I know you don't need them. No, you don't need lots, I need of, lots things. of things, Claire. <laughs> I don't need my little glass of wine, do no, I? No, you're going to have it, aren't you? Um, all right. Well, um, also, also, last thing mm, I'm going to say on the matter: mm. if there's no snacks, what, what happens to dips? Well, are, are dips snacks, or are they just vehicles for snacks? Are they snacks? It's all they, part of the. You it's know, a part it's, of a. It's a. You thing. can't have one without the other. No. No. 
Gosh, I don't know. It's a big question. Look, it's, it's, we tackle I love the big a questions. Dip. I love a dip. Nothing better than a dip. Actually, we have a new snack dip. We do. Should I tell you? Yeah. Another snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. It is Red Rock Deli. Yep. Zesty avocado and feta green goddess dip. It's delicious. It's actually really good. It's very herby. It's really herby, zesty, as they say. Um, <laughs> it's what it says on the packet. Yeah, it's actually quite delicious. Mm. That was on special in Woolies, that's why I bought it. <laughs> as you can tell, Lisa, Lisa no, only buy gets, specials. Nothing gets in the way of Lisa treating me to a good night. Special things for my special friend. <laughs> um, and last on the list today. Mm. You have narcissist eyebrows, I'm sorry to tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> a team of psychologists yes. in Australia, I believe, yes. have won this, um, or they've been nominated for this pro- IG Ig Nobel yes. Prize, right? Which yeah. is a kind of fake science prize. Yeah, but it is still to, based on science. Yeah, but given to the most ridiculous kind of scientific finding that the you know in the yeah. world at the time. And there's a few amazing things in this list. There but, is. But this one is quite good. It's about um, eyebrows. Apparently you can tell a narcissist just by looking at a face and it all comes down to the eyebrows. So yeah. if you have thick, dark and dense eyebrows, it was a dead giveaway for a grandiose narcissist, someone who is vain, entitled and superior and ticks the survey options that says, I have a natural talent for influencing people. I am a born leader and I like to show off my body. Well, I'll take two of them. Yes. <laughs> I was like, well, but yeah, apparently. My eyebrows are my signature, though. Yeah, I know. But now you're saying that they make me a narcissist. I'm, no, I'm not saying they make you a narcissist. You are a narcissist because you have those eyebrows. Right. Or you, I, I think maybe one begets mm. the other, and I don't know which way. Well, look, what I would say is that Miranda Giacomin from McEwen University mm. says it was a pretty data driven study. Mm-hmm. However, adds it's important to be thoughtful about the results. Obviously, in our day-to-day lives, we don't just judge people based on their eyebrows. Well, I think we do. I spend a whole lot of time judging people's eyebrows. Well, and if they've got good ones or bad eyebrows. ones. Yeah. I say great eyebrows a lot. I yeah. wouldn't judge someone if they had bad eyebrows. No, I wouldn't. Not no. to their face. No. <laughs> not to their brows. No. Um, but I do notice good eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can I just highlight the other two, two of the other things? Yeah. Is it it's ignoble, isn't it? It, it must be ignoble. Ignoble. must be ignoble. Um, what you know, little subheads. Yeah. The, the next one is knives made of frozen human poop don't work. Not even going to read it, but that's, well, you know how much people yeah. on our Facebook group wouldn't like that. No, and the next one was vibrating worms make nice patterns. Don't they? So though? there's something in that. We've for learned. All of us. We've, we've all learned that before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, is that it? Yeah. That feels like a short one. Look, I think. How long was that? That's not long enough. All right. We stop now. I think we can all go home. Okay. Um, it was very lovely to talk to you. It was, wasn't it? Um, and well, please try a little avocado bag. Coat, coat bag. And also shout out to oh, our yeah. friend in Spain. We'll call her Lindsay. Yeah. She gave me some socks. Gave you some socks. Yeah. Oh, look, avocado. Sent socks. us all the way from Spain. Oh, avocado. Olé. Olé. What's avocado in Spanish? Avocado. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> um, so, so come to the PDAs and discuss all of this stuff with us. Tell us if you've got party spectacles. Also, what you think about Karen's reclaiming the name Karen. Yeah. Also, um, if you've got a hernia, can you tell me about hernia, it? If you want to talk about anything, take on pictures show. of yourself with your party spectacles on mm. and upload them. Mm. All of the above. Yeah. Um, you can email us at weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. Today in Sydney, the day is Thursday. And the Daily Telegraph today, I think, has a story from us in it. Oh, yes, it that's has. right. You wrote yes. a story. 
So if you That's want to exciting. pick up a newspaper on your way and to and from work. And what about, has everyone listened to you on the radio? No, on the wireless? On the wireless last Ooh. Friday night. Last Saturday night? Friday, Friday night. Friday night. Um, good. It's um, on the PDAs, you can listen yeah, to it. With and Christine Arnoux. With you make Christine Arnoux. Celebrity fan. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. So hopefully it's coming by the book. By the book. It's called How Not to Live Your Best Life. It's out. Yeah. Out now. All right. Bye. See you. See you next week.